welcome to Holistic Health Masterclass Podcast. This is your host, Brett Hawes. I hope you've been doing well and uh, have enjoyed the last few episodes. We've definitely been uh, throwing a mixed bag out there, and uh, I find it keeps it interesting. Uh, so hopefully you have found it interesting as well. Um, right, so I just you know, come fresh off uh, a good bit of traveling, which has been great. I always love getting in front of people in a live setting and uh, talking about health and wellness. It's uh, always a fun time. Um, But going to be grounded for the next little while and uh, got some more awesome guests coming down the pipeline. A couple things again, as I mentioned on the last show, if you haven't subscribed to the mailing list, uh, I would encourage you to do so because I would love to get your participation in my Ask Me Anything episodes. Uh, I want to know what you want to know about. And of course, if you have any guests that you would like to have on the show, uh, definitely also um, let me know about that as well. You can do that either on Facebook. Uh, you can also do that, um, obviously, through email, support at holistichealthmasterclass.com. Um, or you can simply reply to the emails about the Ask Me Anything episodes. All right. So uh, I'll leave that one uh, right there. And one thing I will also briefly throw out there is the Ultimate Digestive Health Program, which uh, we have sort of launched very quietly over the last while. And uh, that is going well. Um, It's a very, very innovative program. Uh, If you haven't had the chance to check out the details, um, definitely click below and uh, you can check out all of the details there. My goal, and if you've heard this spiel before, um, you know, you can fast forward it. Uh, but for those of you who have not heard it, my goal behind the Ultimate Digestive Health Program, uh, there's a few reasons why I've done it. Um, one is that alternative medicine, functional medicine, natural medicine, has often been quite out of reach for many people. And when you consider that you have to pay anywhere from 200 to $450 an hour in consulting fees, then lab tests and supplements and so on, the costs can rise quite rapidly. And that is obviously just for one person. If you multiply that by multiple members in a family, uh, you can easily spend thousands and thousands of dollars on this type of care. The other reason why I developed the program and put it out there is I know the power and the importance of digestive health in overall health. And there are hundreds of diseases that have their origins in the digestive tract. Uh, These range from all autoimmune diseases, so things like rheumatoid arthritis, MS, lupus, and so on. Obviously, your digestive issues such as uh, Crohn's, colitis, celiacs, uh, IBS, and so on. But more obscure things like mental health issues, so depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, and so on. You know, I don't want to sit here and say that that is the 100% sole cause of any of these issues. But what I will say is this. Most doctors and most practitioners are treating the disease and treating the symptoms without actually looking at what's going on in the gut, right? So not taking care of infections, not looking at food allergies and so on and so on. So that's another big reason. So if you fix the gut, the knock-on effect is that you will 100% remedy or at least make significant inroads into many of these other seemingly unrelated illnesses. Another reason why I started the program is oftentimes we have no access, we have no help, we have no support network when we're trying to navigate these types of waters. So the program itself in terms of benefits for you, it's a monthly subscription, 
It's a low-cost monthly subscription. You have access to programs and protocols and supplements and all sorts of recommendations, including menus and you know seven-day menu plans and recipes and everything. You have all of those at your fingertips, and you can basically just read and implement them as you see fit. But then you also have a support network in the Facebook group. All right, so Facebook group is where I can group coach. We can talk a bit more about your health issues. And if you need additional lab testing or professional-grade supplements, that's where we're going to recommend them as well. So you have access to things that you cannot normally have access to on your own. All right, so I'm just going to leave it right there, and I encourage you to just click on the link below and check it out. And uh, that is open now uh, for pretty much anyone anywhere, but obviously those who are in North America will benefit most because that's where you can get supplements shipped to your front door as well as lab tests and so on. All right, so on to today's um, podcast episode. Today's episode is obviously all about human growth hormone. And there's been lots of buzz and hoopla these days about HGH. And there's a lot of misinformation, a lot of myths, and uh, so on. And so I got my good friend, Dr. Alden Dahl, who is the owner and the formulator for Life Choice. And he is considered an HGH expert. And I found today's episode was absolutely fascinating. Uh, I did ask him some very pointed questions and I think some very pressing questions on things like human growth hormone and cancer, insulin, diabetes. Uh, We speak a lot about how it's important to take care of the other glands in the body and not just stimulate the pituitary to produce HGH because that could have very serious negative consequences. We talk about when to use it. We talk about when not to use it. We also talk about the difference between injectable HGH and homeopathic HGH. And there's a very, very important distinction to be made because many people out there listening to this and scratching the surface with HGH, a lot of what they're digging up online is about injectable HGH. And injectable HGH is way more concentrated than homeopathic, and that's where a lot of these negative side effects come in, right? So there's a distinct difference between injectables and HGH, and we dive headfirst into that today as well. And lastly, we talk about the key benefits for those people using it. So uh, I hope you find the show as fascinating as I did. Uh, I definitely learned a lot from Alden. And uh, check out the link in the show notes. There's a bunch of links there if you want to learn more about his product. And of course, there'll be some other links there as well, which you can click uh, on as well. Let me know what you think. Um, Definitely get in touch with us on Facebook, shoot us an email, however you want to do that. And as always, if you love the show, please consider sharing, subscribing, leaving us a review and uh, helping me to get the word out there. Right, so that's it from my side. I uh, hope you enjoyed today's show and please welcome Alden Dahl. Hi Alden, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Well, thank you, Brent. It's a pleasure. Yeah, it was uh, really great to run into you um, a, f- a few weeks ago. And just for our audience, I've actually, we've known each other um, or sort of moved in the same circles for many, many years now. And, uh, you know, as happens often with social media, we're, we're quote unquote friends on Facebook, uh, but then ran into you um, at the CHFA show a couple of weeks ago and kind of pieced it all together. And so wanted to really get you on the podcast because of your history within natural health. And um, also today we're going to talk a lot about human gro- growth hormone, of which you're an expert. So 
Um, Alden, how would you, you know, how would you describe what you do these days? Are you a practicing, um, you know, practicing uh, practitioner, I should say, or are you just a product formulator or how would you describe what you do? Well, I, I would say I am a research and development. I started out in 1986, uh, op opening my first health store, graduated as a naturopathic doctor in 1988. I was into practice for several years and uh, realized that the patients that I had were, were quite sick because that, at that time they exhausted the medical route mm -hmm. and they come to a naturopath at the end. So they stage four cancer and all the serious diseases, full-blown AIDS at the time. So then I, uh, I, I started to formulate products because they're unavailable to my, my patients uh, in Canada. So I just compounded and formulated for my patients' individual use. And uh, those ones that are most effective are the ones licensed by Life Choice today. Right. Um, and we, we will talk a little bit more about that. So how did you, you know, I mean, 1988, uh, that's going back some now. And obviously back then, you know, naturopathic medicine was nowhere near as popular as it is now. So what sort of prompted you to get into the field? Well, I actually went to naturopaths as a, as a child, even before I was born. My mom was on a, a naturopathic prenatal formula. And uh, so I went to naturopaths and medical doctors at the same time and seen them as both different ways of treatment. And as I, I think that the big deciding factor which really put me into natural medicine was when I was 10 years old at the funeral of my cousin who had died of cancer at 10. And uh, standing in front of her coffin that day, I seen reflection of my own reality and thought that I, that could be me. And as a young kid, you don't get thoughts like that when the room's full of old people. You're thinking, gee, you guys should be in here, not her. Yeah. And that, that's how a kid thinks. And from that day on, I started to research the aging process, disease process, how a healthy body could go into a disease state. And like kids were reading comics, I was reading medical journals. <laughs> well, and that's why you find yourself where you are today, right? Uh, sort of um, you know, push, pushing the envelope, if you will, um, as far as I'm concerned, anyway, pushing the envelope with some of your formulations and just the way that you you think about things. So, um, so you are the essentially the the CEO of Life Choice, if I'm not mistaken, and you are the chief sort of formulator, researcher, etc. How would you describe the products that you make? Because you don't have this extensive, you know, roster of products. You, it's actually fairly small, but very, very targeted and very high quality. So how would you describe the products that you make? Well, uh, I'm an originator, so I do not copy anything on the market. If somebody does it good, I let them do it. And mm -hmm. uh, I, don't go, I don't come into making a formulation based on money. I come on into, I, I see the, the need, and I create a formula to create a, a natural medicine for that, that condition. Um, and this is how I've developed my product line, many of them for my own use and my family's use. Some of them I had no intentions of even selling. I just created it for my family's use, uh, to, not to, to beat the aging, but to at least prevent uh, pre premature aging. Mm 
And so this is what my, my formulations are. And when in, in doing it, I produce them as medicines. So uh, the quality of the raw materials that are sourced are not from China. We don't source from China. So we, I, I, I personally go to boutique manufacturers, buy USP pharmaceutical grade uh, rated m material. Uh, everything is as pure as I can. When I formulate, I base it on medicinal response, therapeutic action. And after I have all the materials ordered and ready to go and finally get licensed by Health Canada, uh, then I price it. Hmm. Now, that's the totally opposite of the marketplace today. They price it first and then they, they produce it. And they produce it with usually feed grade material. And there's feed grade, food grade, and USP pharmaceutical grade. And the difference being for therapeutic response, pharmaceutical grade is the only one that has the science, it has the quality, has the standard that's worldwide accepted. Uh, we pay a lot more, but the results are night and day. Huh, which is interesting, yeah. Um, so, and, and you're also doing in your product formulations, I mean, you're doing a combination of things, right? So a combination of, and correct me if I'm wrong, please, but a combination of vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and so on. And then also you have homeopathic uh, products as well, correct? I do. Yep. I, I do believe in homeopathy. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, there's obviously a lot of skepticism surrounding homeopathy. Um, you know, we know that it's, it's getting bashed in the media all the time and people that are very much pro sort of pharmaceutical and Western medicine just sort of really discredit it as having no science behind it. So um, perhaps you can give us a, a sort of primer here on homeopathy. Like how would you explain homeopathy to average person in the street? Well, I, I say this as a, as a way for people to, this is how medical science looks at homeopathics. They, they, they look at it as the smell of a unicorn's fart <laughs> because no one knows what that is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they, 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 say they have no idea what to make of it. They see that they, here's this, this liquid or, or these little sugar pills and they see them as having very, very small amount of an active ingredient. Actually, you can hardly test it. Yeah. And that's supposed to be beneficial. So they are so eager to say, if you guys want to go with this, we don't see anything there that's going to harm anyone at all. Go for it. And yet the beauty of it is that the royal family have used that, and it's one of their preferred ways of treating themselves, homeopathy. And, uh, you know, I, I would say they have uh, the science uh, at their fingertips and they wouldn't be taking it if they didn't think it worked. And so I, I just believe that it is not the, the, the homeopathics that's in question. It is how it was, it's made, how mm -hmm. it is sourced, uh, because that, that, that's a big factor. On, and, and, uh, and, and of course, how it's used as well, right? Because, you know, homeopathy either works or it doesn't work according to the person and what you're trying to do, if, you know, as far as I, I'm concerned anyway. Oh, that, that's in, in true for isolates, you know, single isolates. Yeah. Uh, you, you'd, you'd have to be bang on for that condition. Like, like for me and when my son was uh, just a, a toddler and living in, on the coast, 
He used to get allergies a lot, so we would I'd give him alum sepia, which is derived from onion, and clear him up within a matter of five to ten minutes. Huh. And so when you see a child respond like that, there's uh, there's no mind over matter. This is just yeah. you give it to him, and he clears up, and he's he's happy. And yeah. uh, so th- this is this is the thing. It's it's very powerful medicine. It's people just don't understand it. And I know it's it's boohooed and laughed at at the Big Bang Theory and some let's go to the vitamin section and laugh at the people buying homeopathy, uh, Sheldon will say. But it's just that it is uh, it's a science that they don't understand how the human body operates. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I'm a practitioner who does use homeopathy very frequently in my practice. And I use it a little bit differently. I'm not using single remedies. I'm use, usually using um, SAR codes and, and sort of compounds, you know, where there's multiple different um, potencies and, and whatnot. But so, I mean, on, on a very basic level, the, 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 there is actually a lot of history with homeopathy. I mean, going back uh, probably, what, two, three hundred years with, with Hahnemann? Yeah, Hahnemann, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the way that I always describe it, and perhaps you can either elaborate or or um, sort of uh, add to this, the way I always describe it is, you know, when we look around in the world, everything has its own vibrational frequency, right? Um, right. From the chair that I'm sitting in to the microphone that I'm talking in to my fingernails and my hair and all the different tissues in my body are simply just vibrating at different levels, which um, causes them to present themselves in whatever physical form we see. And what I found is that when the the way I explain it is when those frequencies become out of balance, we start seeing, especially from a health perspective now, when they become imbalanced, we start, start seeing dysfunction in the organ or the tissue. And what homeopathy can do because it's an energetic imprint is essentially pull those frequencies back into resonance and bring your body back into balance. I mean, is, is that a, is that a, fair or, or accurate summary, would you say? It is. Uh, I would go more basic for, for those that maybe don't understand it. It's a, it's a known allergen or antigen to create a, a mu- an immune response in the individual. And so you take something that has that's going to create an allergic reaction in the minute amount that the body's own immunity or defense will stimulate it and create an immune response. Or an, and so uh, we, we know exactly what, what's happening in, in medicine is the same thing happens with vaccines. Right. They take, it's the exact same principle. They take a known antigen and they pr- bring it into the body and it creates an immune response to, to fight off whatever they're, they're trying to do in a vaccine. And that is accepted widely by medicine. Absolutely. But when you yeah. talk about doing the same thing in a homeopath- homeopathic form, then they say, oh, no, no, that can't be done. I, 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 uh, guess I don't just, see why. The principle is the yeah. same. No, I, I agree. I mean, the principle is exactly the same. The delivery system is just slightly different. You know, one is an injection right. and the other one is oral or uh, could be also transdermal um, and so on. So, so let's, let's sort of bring us on point here today and talk about human growth hormone because what I've started seeing in the marketplace now, and, and you, I think, are one of the originators or pioneers with this, is actually homeopathic human growth hormone, right? So um, now that we understand the basic principles of homeopathy, um, how would you know what is human growth hormone? 
Um, can you just, let, let's just start from the ground and work up. So what is human growth hormone? What does it do for us? What are the physiological effects of it uh, as we sort of grow up? Well, once we're born, we begin to grow and the growth happens to be, if you have inadequate growth hormone, it's a result of dwarfism. So it, it, everything that we, we have in the growth stage of our lives is created from growth hormone. And the growth hormone is produced in the body from the anterior pituitary gland. And this is where growth hormone is secreted to, to the time we get into our puberty years. And uh, then it starts to decline. So it's, it, well, while that's growing, our body is functioning well, our, our heart and lungs and everything is functioning good. If you're not producing enough, you have dwarfism, you're producing too much, you have enlarged organs in this nature, the, the body is, would not function. You would not live a full life without the matter of growth hormone. So growth hormone is critical to our life and the aging process and how we age. And so now, um, okay, so aging process is one thing. And at what age? Is, is it around 25 or 30 years old that it starts to decline? Yeah, well, you, you lose, uh, you, you really see, a, a, well, it starts to decline around in the 20s. Okay. And um, so just after, you know, the sexual maturity for, for a male is, uh, and, uh, and then for, for females, it's, probably close to about the same, but about 20, 22. And, and then from there, it starts to decline. And at age 30, you have 20% from your peak of childhood. Oh, wow. And then it still declines. Yeah. And then every, every, uh, every decade, you lose about another 12 to 15% per decade. Of, of, that, then, of that 20% that's remaining. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. So okay. at age 40, now here, here's an interesting factor on, on how the, the body goes into a, an aging process on its own. You could do everything. You could run to the gym. You could work out, eat the same diet. Uh, no lifestyle change. And when you hit 40, you'll see the body loses 30% of muscle mass. Man, that's happening to me right now. Like seriously, I'm, I'm turning 42 in two weeks and I, I, I'm noticing the changes no matter what. You know, nothing has changed. Nothing else has changed. I eat right. I do all the things I'm supposed to do. And bam, I noticed three years ago, things started changing. And I was like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> so, so, oh, yeah, no, that's, that makes uh, sense now. You're, 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 it, 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 it's, it's science. And so w when you get to that point, then your, your muscle turns to fat. Mm. You, you get more hair loss. You have uh, your sexual potency, not yours, I'm saying, in particular, <laughs> but uh, at, 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 at that age, you, your sexual potency starts to diminish. You, you, see, uh, you see when you stand in front of a mirror naked, you'll see the aging process quite clear. And as, as you do, as every decade passes, you'll just see how the aging process is a reflection right, right there. You don't have to say what's the aging process. You can see it with your own eyes. Mm -hmm. And the thing is with, with HGH, with the formulation we've created, after 90 days on use, you get your muscle mass back. Hmm. So, okay, so that, that, that's a good point, Jaron. Before we get into the home, homeopathic side of things, I think one thing I do want to sort of get your input here, homeo, uh, sorry, um, 
HGH injections have been widely available by prescription for quite some time. Is that correct? Yeah, Lilly Company, H.Y. Lilly, I think they are. Uh, they mm -hmm. they created the product for dwarfism, and it's been available for decades now, 40 and years so, or so. So, I mean, and obviously the origins in terms of why we created a pharmaceutical product was was really to for medicinal purposes in terms of, you know, as you said, someone with dwarfism obviously clearly needs human growth hormone. But now what's happening is it's actually become quite popular in the anti-aging community. And I do know people that are paying a good few hundred dollars every month to get those injections. Um, now, I mean, I, I guess the, the concern here is, are there side effects from taking HGH injections? Are, are there any dire consequences that could happen in the future? Well, the body uh, does, it wasn't created to have that type of a stimulation at once. Uh, HGH was, as, you, as we discussed, is used for a medical purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, today, they're trying to see it as taking advantage on the aging process, and uh, it's 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 very dicey on how to use it. I I know when I used to work out in the gym years ago, and all the meatheads would be there, and they would come in with their HGH, and they would pump in a full dosage. Wow. And, of course, they had massive strength, and their muscles uh, changed, like, overnight. Mm -hmm. And uh, you could see how it was working. But when you would all, if you knew what to look for, you'd see uh, the, the form of agrimelia set in. So you could see that their forehead would enlarge, see their jaw would come out, see their hands would get bigger. And what you could see on the outside was being done on the organs on the inside. So their heart would grow, their liver would grow. Huh. And uh, you would see how now I see the same fellows and they've got massive arthritis in their spine, in their knees, in their back, in their shoulders. You look at a guy like Schwarzenegger and you can just see the, the years in Lou Ferrigno. You look at him. You just look at the faces and you can see Lee Haney. You can just see all these old bodybuilders. Uh, the, the, the the abuse what happened from their HGH days. Mm. So that and that's in, that's interesting um, because yeah, I think that a lot of people with HGH are really focused on the cosmetic appearance, right? So the external, without really thinking too hard about the long term repercussions internally. And obviously, as we know, I mean, if your organs are are um, becoming enlarged internally, that's obviously not a good situation for you know, overall body function, right? But I mean, is there some sort of happy medium here? And and I am talking about injections now. We'll get to the homeopathic side of things in just a second. I mean, is there some sort of happy place where people would just take, you know, a small amount and then it would be good? Or or do we just not know really what the long-term repercussions are in a wider um, population? Well, I think that uh, there there is the science there. And if it is closely monitored, and lifestyle has to be adapted to it. And you have to know the signs of everything else because growth hormone uh, is only one part through your pituitary. Now yeah. it affects, because our, our whole endocrine system works in balance. Mm -hmm. So you're talking thyroid, adrenals, your, your pituitary, uh, then it works on your glucose insulin levels. And here's where the, the problem with HGH is on the pancreas and the glucose levels in the body. Mm. And uh, this is something I've really studied on that, and we find that they're deficient in this. So it will usually end up with 
being diabetes will, could form if it's not done properly. And is, uh, is, is, is so, that because is that because human growth hormone is is now like is it actually stimulating the pancreas to overproduce insulin? Is that what the like the mechanism is? Well, it, it, it it creates the body to it, to go into a growth stage. And insulin, and so of course, when you go in growth promoting, so, so everything everything on goes into mm -hmm. a growth stage. Because you're 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 do, you're releasing something that had a, an intent to release at an age while the body was growing. Now you're going to try to trick nature and to bring something in to go back and get that. I, I know I can understand going after the you know the the, the aging. <laughs> That's my my pursuit for the last forty years. Uh, so this is my my field of expertise. I understand that interest and intrigue, but you have to do it very, very carefully. You have to have everything done on, on a holistic level. You can't take just one isolate like HGH and then try to have your body come into a state of balance and because it won't work that way. The body is not designed that way. Whatever you do somewhere, you've got to have a counterbalance elsewhere. Right. And uh, yeah, and I mean, obviously, you know, if we're talking about um, working on the pituitary gland, which is really the master gland of the body, um, you know, as you said, there will be repercussions in the adrenals, uh, potentially thyroid, even ovaries, menstrual cycles, um, and so on and so on, right? So, um, yeah, I, I guess, you know, that I'm glad that you, that we're actually talking about this because I know a lot of people are going gaga right now for HGH and uh, I don't think many people have really dived into what the potential long-term uh, consequences are. One thing I did want to sort of um, throw out there and get your opinion on, is there a concern with human growth hormone and cancer? like in terms of fueling cancerous cells to reproduce more rapidly? Uh, I would not recommend HGH if somebody has you know, cancer markers. Yeah. And they, I, guess, they're, 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 I guess in this day and age as well, I mean, a lot of cancer is being diagnosed. Uh, obviously, our detection methods are getting better and we're trying to capture them earlier. But, you know, the, my concern with this has always been, what if you don't know that you have cancer? What if you are, you know, 10 years out from having cancer and now we're going with HGH and, and just driving cancer faster? Um, well, one of the two will develop cancer in their lifetime. One of the three will die from cancer. 25% uh, of the children today, 25% uh, growth in the last 40 years for children with cancer is one of the largest growing cancers there there is. Wow. Uh, we there. There are major changes. Come breast cancer is one. It's not the most abundant uh, with women, but it's the one that gets the most attention. Yeah. Uh, we we. Uh, I just feel the average person today has cancer markers because of what's going on. Yeah. Uh, when I go into the disease process trainings, I, I go into that how we develop these things. Uh, I just would be very apprehensive to be bringing things in to put into a growth, uh, accelerated growth stage, unless you really know your your health condition. Uh, with uh, You'd have to have a full workup with your naturopath, full blood work, or yeah. full, full hormonal count. And I don't think any of them do that when they, they take HGH. They see the short-term uh, benefits, but they don't see the long-term consequences.
Right. So, I mean, and, and I think this is a good segue into um, homeopathic HGH, which, of course, as we established, you know, in the beginning of this podcast, is not necessarily the actual hormone. We're not injecting, you know, gargantuan amounts of HGH. So how does how does um, homeopathic HGH then work in this in what we've just sort of in light of what we just discussed? Well, I could tell you how our homeopathic <laughs> works. I, the others out there, I, I've seen the formulas, and I just, I, I cringe <laughs> because you know you got, got to know what you're doing. You, you don't play this. This is this is not uh, something you do in the sandbox. Yeah. The, the thing is with with HGH, what what we do for ours, I personally source the raw materials for each of the, the glands. And, it, and uh, to, to note, HGH is, or homeopathics, is the only legal way to take full hormone activity glands and put it into a, a formulation that's legally available over the counter. Okay. It is uh, the, the only way to have a true hardcore medicine uh, that uh, could, if it was in its natural state, would be a drug. But because it's in a homeopathic state, it is under a homeopathic license. But it is, it's, uh, it's the beauty that we have in our industry that we have a licensed product that can be fully effective with hormone activity, but in a minute level. And so what we do, I source the, the raw materials from a supplier I've worked with for over 20 years. Uh, I know every step of the gland, how it's extracted, how the animal is raised, how it's processed, and again, I, before it doesn't go to the lab, it comes to me. And then from here, I send it out for testing on my independent lab. And then when that comes back, then I send it out to a third party who specializes only in homeopathy and by hand succussion. So the, the, we have the, the vibration within there actually transfers from the person doing it, energy into the person, uh, into the the homeopathic medicine, and, and it's done in glass. So it, it has its. The, 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 you have to stay with the principles of Hanneman when he brought it out in, to have the true homeopathy. And then we also add into that because of I said how I've studied HGH and know what how it shuts down the body. We put in homeopathic insulin in our formula on top of that. Right. So we have pituitary, we have uh, thyroid, we have uh, the adrenal, and then we have uh, insulin. Huh. And in varying strengths of homeopathic, because this is how I've, I've developed it, because how the body functions and with my, my years of background in science. And this is where I find it, it becomes so very, very powerful. So, mm -hmm. so powerful. Mm -hmm. So, so... I, I like that you are putting in all of those things as we just discussed a few minutes ago. It's important to really balance out the endocrine system, but perhaps you can speak a little bit more about the insulin because, you know, from what we just discussed previously, you know, developing diabetes and obviously, you know, overproducing insulin is the homeopathic um, dilution that you're using for the insulin. Does it serve to sort of suppress insulin production or balance it out or, or how does that work? It keeps it in balance. It works on the, the glucose levels within the bloodstream. Uh, it helps to balance the, the pancreas. And because uh, you, you need, when you're stimulating 
the endocrine glands. It will stimulate, as, as we discussed uh, with, with uh, regular HGH, that it stimulates everything. Mm-hmm. And when you put this in motion in the body, it will stimulate your pancreas. And so we have to monitor the pancreas because we can see how diabetes is going off the charts today. Yeah, big time. It's, uh, and so we, we, every time we have to look at, at, at keeping that in balance, especially when you're changing things in the body. When you're physically changing the, the body's response to, to a medicine like this for growth hormone, and you have to have it in a state of balance. And to do just straight interior pituitary on its own would be dangerous, I believe. I would not want to do that because it will then throw the endocrine glands, which are in a state of balance for your, as you said, it does your luteinizing hormones, your your testosterone, your estrogen, and everything stays in balance by that. And I I like to give an example of some, if you want to see a child in a bed, in a crib, and you see a mobile on top, and you touch one part, they all move. And this is the same thing that happens when you are treating uh, one gland or another. It moves all glands because if you try to treat thyroid alone, it's going to uh, suppress your adrenals. So you can't treat thyroid without adrenal. Mm Mm-hmm. And so many people are doing that, right? I mean, I, I've I've been saying that for years. The the endocrine system is a symphony, if you will, and you have to. You know, I frequently use homeopathics to regulate the entire endocrine system while I'm trying to fix one part of that endocrine system that might be more dysfunctional than the rest. So, um, yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, really, um, I'm I'm glad that we got a chance to speak about that because I think a lot of people are. Um, I would say in the dark, you know, they're very excited about HGH, but haven't really thought the whole process through. So it's really awesome that I could have you on the show here to 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 dive into all of this. So, um, what would you say then are the sort of you know what what have you noticed with people uh, before I get into what the benefits are? Is your product and homeopathic HGH? Would you say that it's fairly safe for everyone to take? Um, is this something that people would take long term, indefinitely, or something that should be cycled? Or what, what's the sort of best way to really get onto this? Well, I wouldn't recommend it to those under twenty, unless they have growth issues that they're right. they're trying to deal with. Um, I would then from 20 on, I would take the eight drops three times a day at morning, noon, and night. I, I keep mine on my bed stand. So I take it first thing in the morning. So I wait because you, homeopathy cannot be taken with any other beverage, mm-hmm. uh, any food. So you need at least a half hour interval between taking that and doing anything else. It's canceled out by strong smells like peppermint so you wouldn't brush your teeth right after because you could cancel out your the benefits of your homeopathics and then uh, i just keep a, a bottle at my desk i usually cycle it three weeks on one week off and okay. um, i i find that very very effective um, as, or sometimes with a lot of my supplements i will take them monday to friday and uh, will not take them on the weekend Right. Uh, the, the the beauty is with with a homeopathic HGH, it's only going to release a certain amount, and it is the safe administration over a long period of time, which would match the benefits that you would get from 
the injectable form, the drug, but safely and effectively and will not shut down or stimulate the other glands at the same time. Right. Yeah, and I, I guess that that's the beauty of homeopathy, right? Is you're talking more about frequencies and energetics than you are um, chemistry or chemicals in, in, the, in the strictest sense of the word. So, um, Well, med- medicine likes to use a sledgehammer. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they, they, you, know the, you know, when you got, well, I got this. Well, here's the sledgehammer, bang, yeah. and the guy walks out. Gee, I don't feel good. I got this happen, this that that. Well, you didn't need a sledgehammer. Maybe a little velvet hammer and just tap it. Yeah, and this is what we're homeopathics where you're just tapping. It it look at a Swiss uh, Swiss watch mechanic. So the what what he does is he doesn't try to alter the whole thing. All he does is try to bring it in a state of balance by just fine tuning. Mm-hmm. And when he does that, that clock works perfect. And that's the same with our bodies. Yeah. I, I 100% agree, um, especially with something like HGH. So um, what have you noticed are the sort of main, the main reported benefits? I know that the benefits are, are extremely widespread from person to person, but you know, if you could sort of sum up the top five or, or top 10 or whatever um, benefits for people, just so that they understand. Well, we had one health star phone me once and said, I have this 13-year-old girl. And she's going every 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 month. She her body wants to have a cycle, but her body she does not have a period. What can we do for her? I said, put her on HGH. And so they put her on HGH within a matter of two weeks. Got her 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 period and didn't need it anymore. It regulated her body's hormones to the level so she could do that. What we found that helps mostly is when people take it, they sleep better. They have more energy. Huh. Their hair color starts to come back. They're the gray leaves. I've never dyed my hair, and I just have it on my temples because I, I think I'm, I have a religious feeling. <laughs> 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 and but what we found is the the your body becomes more lean. Uh, you okay. you just uh, you you start seeing wrinkles diminish. Hmm. Um, it, it, yeah, we, we just see these, these, these signs of reversing the, the, we, we, you can't stop aging age. If you stop aging, you're dead. So, I mean, we, we don't want to stop the aging process, but we want to stop premature aging. And this is Hmm. the big factor in today is people are aging prematurely. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, lifestyle, diet, and environment and and whatnot do have some part to play, but uh, actually have the biggest part to play. But, uh, you know, the way I see it is if people can start eating better, start taking better care of themselves, etc., and then also use something like this, um, that that really seems like a, 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 a really good solution um, long term. Now, is this also, um, you know, safe? I would assume it's not safe for pregnancy. Uh, well, I mean, there's no reason why it would not be, but we, we, you know, we have to allow the the, the human fetus to grow on its own without any intervention. Yeah. So I, yeah. I would, because uh, there's enough intervention, anyways. But I, I would say. I would just put take the thymus gland for for those that are pregnant, but I wouldn't go, and that's just a straight gland. I wouldn't go into uh, anything at this stage once the, the, uh, the you know the child has been weaned and breastfeeding is over. Then fine, and it can help the mother get into uh, back into her normal 
health right. condition. Right. Yeah. So it's, okay. uh, Sorry. Go ahead. I so didn't it's, mean to uh, no, it's, 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 uh, it's a very, uh, effective means to try. I call it the go-to product for hormone, hormone mm-hmm. imbalance and, and every disease process, every disease has a hormone imbalance. Right, and so so the way way I treat the human body is there there is the cardiovascular system, there is the gastrointestinal system, there is the immune system, and then there is your endocrine system. And when you treat the body as an isolate, like treating a symptom, you never get to the core. You have to treat all these symptoms, so all these these core areas of the body differently, and then you have the drainage properly, and you get the healing. And so HGH is the go-to product for hormone imbalance. Hmm. And of course, then that, as you say, like sort of trickles over into all aspects of one's health. Um, you know, so I guess the, the, just to sort of round things off here, the, the benefits would differ from person to person aside from some of the sort of key benefits that we see across the board with people, right? Um, depending on their individual health condition and, and so on. So, um, yeah, I, I found that if, uh, some people, I, I take it at night and I sleep. Some people say that they can't take it at night. It stimulates them. Yes. I've so, heard that. Uh, I've heard that. Yeah. So I, I would then take it a little earlier than probably eight o'clock uh, rather than, well, I go to bed at say 10, 30, 11. So it's uh, a couple hours before your sleep time. And then that would work quite effectively. But, you know, for when people say that they find it gives them energy and they can't sleep, well, then, you know, that's homeopathic we're talking about. So you can see that there's something working. It's working. Yeah, exactly. It's working. (laughs) Well, um, on that note, Eldon, let's uh, wrap things up here. Uh, I want to thank you once again for coming on the show. It's been a really, really great discussion and um, to really dive into HGH and homeopathy and all that uh, you are a wealth of knowledge and information. So thanks for coming on the show. And Thank you, Brent. It was my pleasure. And uh, if, if anybody wanted to look into there are books on this. It's called mm-hmm. Feeling Younger with Homeopathic HGH. And it's a double-blind placebo-controlled study that it is. And uh, you probably buy it at most health stores. Uh, we distribute it at our cost. And it's, it's to show that the science is there. And it's very effective. And natural medicine is our only alternative to pharmaceutical drugs. Absolutely, 100%. So uh, those of you listening, as always, uh, do check out the show notes. Um, I will have links to some of Eldon's resources, uh, to his company, and so on. And as always, if you have enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing, uh, reviewing it, sharing it with your friends, family, and community so that uh, we can continue spreading the word of holistic health and natural medicine. So, Alden, thanks for coming on the show. You have yourself a fantastic day. Thank you. It's my pleasure. You too. And those of you out there, uh, you have yourself an awesome day, and we will catch you next episode.